Welcome to a new episode of NY Just Fans with your host, Davin and Kyle. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Just Fans Podcast as we come to y'all with another episode. The season is finally over, but free agency start March 16th. We're one month away. Um, very exciting season, but we're very excited to see what the Jets do this offseason. But other than that, what's going on with you, Kyle? I said everything's good. Uh, I said I had a, enjoyed watching the Super Bowl. You know, I, I was, um, you know, happy to see that uh, Stafford, you know, got his ring after, you know, 13 miserable years in um, Detroit. So I said that was a good thing, you know. Um, and I said, as I you, the outside of um, missing out on my parlay bet, you know, <laughs> everything, everything else is good. Man, man, I thought about betting that Super Bowl too, but I said, I said, forget it. Um, and also, I was spending time, spending time with the wife for uh, Valentine's Day, went to yeah. a little spa, spa world, and Lord Jesus, so felt felt more relaxed than ever coming back home. But all in all, I caught the second half. Definitely was a fantastic Super Bowl. Um, I think I think people was just happy Brady Mahomes wasn't in the Super Bowl, so and it was different teams. So I just felt like it was it was good enough for for the NFL fans to watch. But yeah, let's talk about um, let's we only got one one jet one one piece of jet news, um, not not too big. Uh, Barrios. Uh, he is expecting um, his agent and JD is expecting to talk um, at the up, upcoming scouting combine. Um, Barrio said he wants to say he wants to stay, but sadly the process is partially business, not just football. And people don't understand it's not all in his control. Um, do you agree with with Barrios and and how could they find a way to try to? reach a reach a deal before free agency starts um definitely agree with barrios uh you know at the end of the day we've seen many cases where you know this comes down to just being a business transaction you know in which the team is going to look to do what they feel is best you know for the organization so definitely agree there um i do feel that there are some avenues of which uh, the Jets have, you know, to, uh, you know, to sign him. Uh-huh. Uh, like, for example, with um, with Crowder, because I, I don't believe Crowder is going to be re-signed based on the, you know, the wide receivers that we have, you know, on the contract. Right. Agree. So, you know, knowing that he was making, you know, $7 million uh, for this past season, you know, my thing would be, you know, if he was making that, why there, there shouldn't be any reason why that type of money can't go to, um, you know, go to Barrios, who proved to be a, you know, a good slot person, as well as, um, you know, the, the main special teams guy. So, you know, to me, I think if you get them between seven to eight mil, that that would be, you know, uh, a good value for us. Like I said, you can still you can still find a way 
for him to make that money, but just don't give it all to him. I, that's that's one thing about JD. He knows how to work his deals. I know sometimes it it fails, but with this situation, I feel I feel that he I feel like I feel that Berrios is going to stay. Um, it's just all depending on how it plays out. You know, maybe six mil, six million, um, one million incentive. If you do this, another mill, if you do that, and you know, let let the numbers let the numbers speak for itself. You know, we won't know until it actually happens. Remember, um, Robbie Anderson, JD felt like he made a mistake of not resigning Robbie Anderson, but and he had that one good season with the Panthers, and then that next season, it seems like it kind of funked down. Maybe it's because of the quarterbacks. I'm not too sure. But maybe JD had a reason not to resign Robbie Anderson, you know, for all that money. Right. You know, I think so. if I'm not mistaken, I think um, the report that came out, at least from what JD was, you know, admitted to, as I don't know if it was exactly how it went down, but I think he's, he made mention that he, uh, he underestimated the market for Robbie. So, yes. you know, that's, that's where that came into play. So, uh, but but Carolina is also big, like kind of you could say right now, big spenders. Because who? Because if if Carolina didn't sign him for for that for all that money, what what was what would his market really be? Um. Yeah, that's a good question. Like that. Like like. Let's be honest here, because I'm really thinking about it. And the and JD was willing to offer him a certain kind of money, you know, amount of money, and then Carolina just spends spends big, and then Robbie Robbie leaves. Like, what was his market? Because I don't because I really wanted to know what was his market before that, and who was willing to sign sign him more than what JD offered him. Right. Yeah, that that, that would be, you know, interesting to see what. What exactly um, these teams were, how they viewed Robbie, you know. But I say I think you know, also yeah, I remember with um, Rule being familiar with him, that that probably also played a big factor in them saying, okay, you know, we can we can give him this money because he's going to be productive for us, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if you really look at it, Kyle. Okay, so the last season with the Jets, 52 catches, seven, seven, 779 yards and five touchdowns. That 2020 season with Carolina, he had 95 catches, of course, almost for 1,100 yards and three touchdowns. But if you look at last season, he only had, he had 53 catches, 500 yards, 519 yards, and five touchdowns. You know, so was JD wrong for not for not paying him because he played almost every game, I think, except for one, and that was against the Atlanta Falcons on uh, Halloween Day. Yeah, but he also had um, uh, Sam Donald throwing to him. So, <laughs> he, but but Sam Donald, but Sam Donald was able to find him. You know, when they played with the Jets, so it shouldn't have been no excuse for him not having not having, you know, more than 519 yards, he should have had more than that. I, yeah. I don't know. 
I don't know, Kyle. Like, this is, like, to me, this is, <laughs> you know, it shouldn't be, you know, it shouldn't take a rocket science to, to, to not just know, but also to to um, to even debate on this because I'm, man, like I said, I really want to know what his market would have been and who would have signed him. He probably would have had to take less money because, remember, the market, I think when Robbie signed, the market, was it that crazy on wide receivers, if I recall? Yeah. It's just crazy. It's just crazy, man. I mean, we can, we can, I know we could speak about this another day, but I was just thinking about it and just, you know, just said, we might as well speak on that. But, um, yeah, we'll see what happens with Barrios. And when we know more information, we will let y'all know. Um, speaking of speaking of Jets, I thought it was one piece of news, but um, Kyle made a great point. Um, basically, teams are going to try to start trading, try to trade for draft for draft picks um, to try to have to get to have a draft capital to get um, players like Rogers, Wilson, and also uh, Rogers, Wilson, and Deshaun Watson. Um, what what teams do you think could could make that happen if possible? Because you know the Jets have the four and ten, and you know the Giants, and you know the Giants have draft capital as well. Um, as I definitely see you know the the Jets and Giants possibly. Well, more so, I would say more so the Jets because um with the Jets. Uh, we're looking, you know, for for pieces to add to our our young core, mm. you know, to to kind of solidify things. Um, mm-hmm. but, but what would the Jets take for to to get rid of that number four, that number ten pick? Would it have to be an elite player, and and maybe something, some you know, maybe like another player or two on the side because you know that number four and number 10 is kind of, it's kind of good. Right. So I would say if anything, what it could possibly be is um, more, um, definitely a marquee player. Mm-hmm. Definitely a marquee player. And then I would say if anything, um, maybe certain future picks, mm. you know, future first round picks that you know would be on, on a lower tier, but you know still first round for us that we can get multiple, uh, multiple picks out of. Um, yeah. Then there's also, I said I, I'm not sure of who. You know who who would be um, teams that has that player that they they would be looking to move off of for this. Mm-hmm. But um, the, I could definitely, like I said, definitely player picks. You know, multiple picks this uh, down the line. You know, right. Um, I mean, my thing, my thing, my thing with with this situation is. If the Jets is going to give away that four, that ten pick, or both, we we need we need something better in return. Yeah. We need to make sure that we have some actual playmakers or actual, 
guys that that can come and change that culture and, and take us to the next step of possibly maybe going to the playoffs this next season. Right. No excuse because I because I know you know Jets fans are tired of watching other teams in the playoffs and we saw what the Bengals did they went went and got some pieces and and drafted well and all of a sudden they they in the damn Super Bowl they was just four they was just what four eleven and one last season yeah so, so if they can do that why can't the Jets do it I mean yeah we got we got all these nice draft picks but if you want to give away that, I'm man, we need we need to see something. And it needs to be somebody that, that wants to come to change that culture. Yep. Uh, absolutely. You know, and I was saying I would say of the teams also, I think if I'm not mistaken, uh I don't know. It might it might be a long shot, but um maybe the the Eagles, because the Eagles um you know they have love, which mm-hmm. you know showed some promise, and they also have two. They have two uh, first round picks this year. Mm. So, imagine swapping out, let's say, love for a Russell Wilson on that team. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like to me, that automatically puts them in contention. To me, to at least win that division. Mm. I mean, that's that's tough. That's you know, to me, that's that's tough. I mean, it's it's a possibility. I mean, I can't. I like to me. I just I just think if if the Eagles is going to do that, you know, I can. Well, we but you know, for Watson, we hear Tampa Bay and and the Vikings, and I can actually see Tampa Bay giving up an opportunity. You bring Watson with that team. You, that team can. That team is a Super Bowl contender, in my opinion. Yeah, I. I, I mean, I think, really think about it, Kyle. If the if I know Deshaun haven't played in like a year, but before that, we was talking about him being potentially maybe top three quarterback, five five at best. Right. And he did it with trash, trash. <laughs> coming coming off the year that he had, yeah. He he was definitely in the conversation, you know. Right. So what if he what if he does come back, but he but he's better than that with, with, with Evans and Godwin and and the other guys, you know, like Fournette and them. And he does better. That I know it's a lot, I know it's a lot to trade, but that could be a good risk. We saw it. We saw what happened with just Stafford. They went and got Stafford, Beckham, Von Miller, and traded all these first rounders and won the damn championship. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's a lot. It's a lot. To, it's a lot to think about right here. But um, and also, uh, what about Kirk Cousins in Denver? Could you see that? Um, Cousins. I would say more so Rogers than Cousins. Um, Agree. You know, you know, with Rogers having some ties with the staff that's over there, um, they were saying that you know he would that would be a, a maybe a, a landing spot for them, you know, to get it. And with them, they you got to think about it. they have they have some um, you know some some player capital, 
you know, in some of the mm. wide receivers that they have, you know? Yeah. They have Sutton, they have um, um, Judy, you know, um, what is the um, KJ uh, Hamler, like they have some pieces that they can probably put together, you know, with some draft picks to, to, to make a move, you know, to get somebody. Right. You know, I hear Rodgers, I hear Rodgers and the Packers are in a good place right now. And that's a good thing for the Packers because they willing to, they willing to uh, risk it. They willing to give him $45 million per year for the next two seasons, which is absolutely crazy, but you got to give Rodgers credit. He deserves it. I mean, yeah, they lost against the, the 49ers and, you know, high hopes for them. But at the same time, that man Rodgers does does it all, you know. So it's either that or try to trade him. It's a risk, but hey, it's what it is at this point. But, but other than that, let's get to uh, Kyler Murray. Oh man, the Kyler Murray saga <laughs> uh, with the Cardinals. Um, it, it was one report saying that Kyler Murray wanted fifty million dollars a year. Uh, another report is saying that Kyler Murray is immature. Um, not just that, but he also felt like he was the man that that helped the Cardinals um, got to where they are, and he didn't want to stay when they got embarrassed by the Rams in the playoffs. Um, how do you feel about this? Because Murray got two years left, two years left, I think, and they need to figure out some way because so far it seems like he's not going to sign that contract extension. Um, yeah, that to me, like I said, that's a, that's a very, uh, that's a very messy situation, especially, yes, especially because of the early success the team had, you know, in the beginning of the year, you know, they were looking damn near unstoppable at one point. You know, until they ran into the MVP, you know. Right. So, uh, just like how, but the, I guess they will have to look at it and see how much of that is Kyler Murray and see if it's worth, you know, bending, you know, to, to, to make him comfortable, you know, with, with staying there. Right. Um, that's, like I said, that I'm, I'm not sure of. You know, Viquanas, not to, not to downplay uh, Kyler Murray at, at, you know, twenty degree, but um, I I would say that I believe that there probably are other people out there that can come into that specific situation and succeed. So, I think Kyler's not in a great place to um to look to, you know, make these, you know, type of demands, you know, to um get that type of money. Uh so like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if they moved him, you know, to be quite honest. You know, it'll it'll also get rid of the distraction, you know, if there's any uh, you know, from all the animosity and stuff that might be going on, you know, between whoever in the organization and him. So I would like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if they moved on from him. All right, and basically, uh, Kyler Murray told uh, Colt McCoy 
that he was done before the end of the playoff game. So I don't know if he's done. He's done with um with the team or what, but it definitely doesn't sound good in this situation because you know he's talking about just skip to the end of the movie and you over here just making these crazy accusations and you know um I will say this though um Kyler Murphy had an okay season but it shows that when you don't have Hopkins that you you can't find you can't find other receivers and but and whose fault is that you know like like because you know like you have to find ways to to get to get the other guys the ball and you have to find other ways to win the game when staff was with with Stafford you you ain't got you ain't got your tight end you ain't got Woods you ain't got Odell Beckham you only got cup but you still find a ways to win the game you still gonna find a way to win the game then that's just it you know yeah, and yeah. and in this situation I would say is that Hopkins maybe give it one more year, pop let Hopkins come back healthy and see what happens. But yeah, um, he still got two left. He got yeah, well, he got one, he got this year, and then the next year, if they wanna, if they wanna um what's his name? Uh <laughs> if they wanna keep him, you know. So I don't know. That's this is this that's very tough because. I remember when he was the number one pick, you know, Cardinals fans was excited. A lot of people was excited. Then this has only been three years. It's not like he hasn't really done much. You know, he, he had, he had the same amount of yards passing, uh, the same amount of touchdowns, 20, 26, 24, and then the same close to the same amount of interceptions, 12, 12, 10, you know, so so it's so it's not like he's like I said, he's not bad, but he's definitely not a Lamar Jackson. You know, like you give Lamar Jackson the ball and he can't find Andrews, guess what? Or he can't find Hollywood Brown, guess what? He's gonna find a way to win that game. That's one thing I can say about Lamar Jackson. He'll find a way to win that game. It doesn't matter if he run the ball or what, he's gonna find a way to win games. And that's a, and that's the big difference there. So Kyler Murray don't have no leverage at this point. He really, really don't. He needs to um set up the credits like the like that one. That's that's suggestion I'm trying to let him know is, you know, next season, do 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 your thing with Hopkins and the rest of the team, and then figure. And then after that, if you have a great season, then figure your way. Then then figure out what you want to do. Until then. That's the to-be-continued to story because that's really bad. Um, last but not least, of course, we could talk. We could get more into that Super Bowl. Rams, Stafford, Aaron Donald, Odell Beckham, they got their ring. They beat the, they beat the Bengals. Close game, 23-20. to 20. Yeah. I said that. It 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 played out to be you know saying uh, a pretty decent game. Uh, it had the potential to um, to go real left early with you know with the injury to um, Odell. Yes. You know. Yeah. Uh, that that especially since uh, it seemed like the Rams couldn't do anything in terms of establishing a run game, so 
they were pretty one-dimensional, you know, mm-hmm. for the most part. So them losing Odell early, you know, put really put the pressure on them, you know. But you know, at the end of the day, they they relied, you know, on the back end of, of their um, you know, on the other side of the ball, I should say, with the defense, and the defense uh did what they need to do and and held, you know, the Bengals in uh, key situations, you know, to uh, you know, for them to to inevitably, you know, win the chip. So definitely uh. Uh, shout out to those guys, you know. Uh, shout out to you know. I know I give a shout out to um. Old old man Whittle, you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> for for many years, as you know, a pretty pretty good you know player, and you know for him to have been able to continue playing after getting injured the way he did, you know they just pretty much put a, a, a strap on his shoulder and, and sent him back out there. And apparently the the injury that he had was, um, I think it was a ruptured bicep. Oh. So it was ruptured in like two spots or something like that. So he, and he showed pictures on um, social media of the bruises that he had on his arm to show, yeah. you know, to show where it was, so. That that's def, definitely a shout out to him for uh, you know, sticking it sticking it out and uh, you know, being able to to go out and and contribute to you know the Rams winning that game. Yeah, um, the Bengals, the Bengals could have won that game if they didn't get shut out um, after the after that interception, after that after the interception of that third quarter after that. Uh, that BS touchdown by Higgins. No disrespect, <laughs> yeah. Higgins. Um, basically, when Stafford threw the interception, Burrow, Burrow and company had a chance to uh, to basically set, call it a game and and do and do and did the impossible, winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. But they couldn't score the touchdown because that's when they they pissed off uh, Aaron Donald and Von Miller. Leonard Floyd and, and company, and then they just went on a rampage. They they exposed that offense, Bengals offensive line. The first half they did good, but that second half, yeah, the Rams defense exposed them really bad. When I say really bad, really, really bad. Aaron Donald was just on a rampage. Um, it was a hell of a uh, third and I think it was what was it, third and two, or was it third and one? When um Donald Donald wrapped up missing and grabbed them back, that right there was crazy. I was like, "Whoa, hold up!" Aaron, I was like, "Yep, Aaron Donald." Next thing you know, it Aaron Donald spinning burrow around, and that was it. <laughs> and that and that and that's what you call a never a never say never and and a hell of a game for Aaron Donald. Um. To me, he deserved MVP, but at the same time, Kyle, I get it. You was right. Cooper Cup got MVP. Um, shout out to Cooper Cup because because he definitely deserved it. He put that team on his back right along with Stafford. Yeah, definitely, uh, definitely a well deserved uh, MVP. You know, and I said it, it also plays bigger. I said to the fact that um, remember they lost Odell, so yes. Now it, it was solely on him, you know, to be that guy. You know, um, Von Jefferson is is good, but 
it's 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 different. You know, you know, he's he's definitely not, I would say, of the same caliber as a as a Odell. You know, in terms of just outright talent. So, correct. That definitely, you know, comes into play. You know, when thinking about um, what Cup was, you know, able to do. You know, in the game. You know, one. You know, have, especially with the two touchdowns, and then having that big um, fourth one and conversion on the jet sweep. You know, to to keep the chains moving late in the game. So, as I said, it was definitely well deserving. You know, of him. You know, being right. Selected. Also, Stafford had that hell of a hell of a throw to Cup on the um. Well, what was it? Um, when they was at the Bengals, I think close to their forty-five, and Stafford just threw it. Oh yeah, threw it past like two, three defenders just for Cup to catch it. Hell, I was like, whoa, Stafford, hell of a throw. Yeah, I actually, um, I actually saw the replay of that, uh, today and didn't realize it was a no-look pass that he threw. Right. So <laughs> that that makes it even. That makes it even crazier the fact of um, him being able to, you know, complete that pass. Yeah, not to say either. Either way, like I said, the team deserve it. Um, Aaron Donald's not going to retire. He's talking about running back. So I think in this season, I, I feel like the guys are going to take less money. Um, Beckham, um, not just Beckham, Von Miller. They they all going to come back. They all gonna come back and try to run it back again. Um and then remind y'all, Robin Woods, Robin Woods is gonna come back. So that's you think you think you think it's already problems. There's gonna be major problems next year, next season. So so be so the NFL need to be ready for that. <laughs> but other than that, shout out to the Rams, hell of a Super Bowl win. Um the NFL season was wonderful, but it's time for the offseason. That's it for our podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Just Fans Podcast, um, Facebook group, NY Just Fans, myself and Kyle, and other Just Fans are walking out with open arms. We do this for y'all every week. Until next week, we take a flight. Take a flight.